Hello and thanks for joining us once again for the Inspire, Create and Shine podcast, where we discuss life, love, literature and the arts from a Christian perspective. This is your host, Melanie D from MelanieDTheAuthor.com. Stay tuned for our next episode. The point in life when you do great things or speak great words or live a great life is to inspire others not to compete. There is a broken fabric in society that looks with downcast eyes, side eyes, and rolls its eyes as such, and consequently feels the need to outdo or imitate or hate what God has gifted one to do. Many of our gifts are innate. Some have been developed, but they all are meant to serve the purpose of glorifying God. I love this quote by Marianne Williamson. You may have heard it because it is such a popular yet challenging one. She says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God, and your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Wherever there's a group of people, there tends to be a level of competition. Now, in sports, that's the point. Competitive sports and when there are teams and things, you're playing against an opponent. So obviously there's supposed to be competition in those instances. But in life in general, we should only be competing against the version of ourself from yesterday. Trying to be better than we were the day before. That's the only competition that we should have. But unfortunately, some resort to competing with other people, comparing themselves against another and another against themselves. And the Bible even speaks on this. Um, And it's talking about how that reveals our ignorance. I have memories from my childhood and even up to my late teens and adult life of the very thing that Marianne Williamson is talking about here. In elementary school, middle school, and high school, I was in what was called back then the Talented and Gifted Program. It was called TAG. And as I got in middle school, there was another name for it. High school, there was another name for it. But basically, it was a program for um, those who excelled academically whose uh, level of understanding or academic abilities were above average. And so I was skipped a couple of grades, 
when I was in uh, kindergarten, I was skipped to first grade. Because when I was in first grade, I was skipped to second grade because they thought they saw that my um, my work, my understanding was advanced, too advanced for the levels that I was in at the time, and so they thought I needed to be in a higher grade with children who were learning at a higher level, and that was the norm for me. I was a straight A student um, most of my early years. And uh, I often made the honor roll, and I often was a teacher's pet, and I often was called on by my teachers to um, sometimes help lead the class or uh, be in charge of the class when they had to step out or help to, to teach certain things. Um, I was often called on to answer questions, and so after a while, it made me a target. The, the honors that I was receiving and the accolades that I received at a young age put me in the spotlight and I've always been a shy person so I've never been one to run after the spotlight I've actually been the opposite first because I was shy number two because I noticed over time that people in, in my um, classes my my peers started not everyone but some of them particularly those who weren't doing so well in school or um, maybe weren't popular in school and I wasn't really that popular either for real but people like that who may have seen themselves as inferior or may have seen themselves as unable or incapable of achieving on a higher level for whatever reason they started to target me as someone to bully so I was bullied and teased and taunted uh, you know how kids often say and meet me after school at 3 o'clock. It's so on and stuff like that. And I was like, really? For what? But it just made me a target um, for people who just had a bone to pick with me um, because of my success in school. And I started to notice the more I would raise my hand in class, the side eyes and the, the rolling of the eyes and the... Uh, snide remarks and the shade that was thrown my way and so being the on the opposite end of that receiving all that negativity it eventually made me shrink back I stopped raising my hand and I stopped volunteering so much and I kind of just shrunk back little by little little by little little by little until I barely even spoke a word unless I was called on that is um but it goes to show that when a person is doing well, first of all, we should we should we should give them honor. We should encourage the good that we see in them. But we should also look out for those who may not be getting as much um, love and as, as much accolades and as much praise. And the thing is, I I've never sought praise. I've never sought. Um, a lot of that because I'm not about a whole lot of hoopla and all that you, anyone who knows me and has worked with me and you know when I'm serving um when I'm serving other people I'm the, I'm the one who will serve in 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 private I will serve in the shadows I will serve behind the scenes and if you don't call my name I might feel some kind of way that I was not at least acknowledged but in other words you don't have to you know make a big fuss about me and you don't have to put me up on no pedestals because I did something because it's just something that I enjoy doing 
You know, I love to serve. And so I'm basically making a point of what Marianne Williamson is saying in, in this quote, that oftentimes we respond to how people respond to us. And we let opinions, um, opinions and negative remarks and negative attitudes and things of that nature cause us to shrink back. And it amazes me that that kind of conditioning can follow you throughout life if you don't nip it in the bud at an early age. Um, if you don't do it, if your parents don't, or someone around you, the teacher, whoever does not notice it and nips it in the bud, you may begin to naturally shrink when you're when you're around other people. It's like you're dimming your light so other people won't feel uncomfortable. So other people won't feel threatened. So other people won't envy or criticize or feel less than or hate on you or want to pick a fight with you and those types of things. And so this quote by Marianne Williamson is powerful and it's so true for that reason. Um, some of us do shrink back. I've been guilty of it. Even in my adult life, I, um, you know, I'm more comfortable behind the scenes, but there comes a time when you can no longer stay behind the scenes or in the shadows. Life, by God's design, will shift you to the forefront. The more I shrunk back, the more I ended up being in leadership uh, spots and um, more and more in the spotlight, even though that's not really something I like, but it's something that's innate in me that God was, um, conditioning me for. There's a verse in Matthew chapter five in the Bible that says, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. So it's not a bad thing to shine. It's not a bad thing to do what God called you to do. It's not a bad thing to um, walk in your calling. It's not a bad thing to use your gifts, put your gifts to work and serve using those gifts. It's not a bad thing to acknowledge what God has given you. The problem comes when we try to glorify ourselves or when we try to dim the lights of others, or we try to outshine one another to compete, or we try to um, downplay someone else's gifts or downplay someone else's shine to make ourselves shine brighter. Um, we all are lights in this world, and my candle can light another candle. If someone else's candle has gone out, my light can light their can spark them and light their candle and I haven't lost any light by shining and allowing them to draw from me and me to draw from them it's just creating more light in the world it's just creating more light in the world and because this world is a dark place and it has become increasingly dark even during this pandemic you've seen so much darkness but yet you've seen a lot of light as well so it goes to show that the darkest night makes the light shine all the brighter. You can't see the stars 
except there be darkness. You can't see the light unless you've been in the dark. And so I want to encourage you and I'm going to, and I'm always encouraging myself. I'm always encouraging myself when I'm encouraging somebody else because sometimes I'm speaking from experience. Sometimes I'm speaking from what I've seen from other people, from what I've grown to understand. But bottom line, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you most of all. I want to encourage you to let your light shine. You don't have to compete. You don't have to try to outdo. You don't have to try to upstage somebody else. You don't have to. You are beautiful. You are worthy. You are enough. And we all are. because Why? Because God created each and every one of us. And God don't make no mistakes. He called everything that he created good after he created them. And so that means that he didn't make a mistake when he made you, when he made me. The very fact that we're alive, that we're living, that we're on this earth, when so many people around us have died, so many people have died around us during this pandemic and even before the pandemic came. People die every day. People are dying now. People will die tomorrow. Never forget that God loved you enough to See fit for you to still be here, to still be alive. That means he has more work for you to do. That says that your life has purpose. That means you are important. That means somebody needs you. It's not about you, but somebody else needs you and what you have, who you are and what you can do. And the thing is, we're more than our gifts. We're more than what we can do. I know there are things that we can do that he's blessed us with, but we are enough just our being. And then he commissions us to do certain things in the world and in the earth. And so get busy doing what he called you to do. Get busy loving. Get busy giving. Get busy serving. Get busy creating. Get busy doing and utilizing everything that he gave you. There's another quote by Irma Bombeck that says, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say, I used everything you gave me. And she was talking about how she'd rather die empty. She wants to be able to, when she looks back over her life or at the, at the moment of her extinction, she wants to be able to say that she died empty and she used everything God gave her. It's a sad case to die one day with so many things still on the inside of you that never came forth, that ne were never birthed that you didn't go after, that you didn't do. There's something that only you can do. It's unique to you. There's something only I can do that's unique to me. There are people that only I can touch, that only I can reach. There are people that only you can reach, only you can touch, that I can't. That's why you know that you have purpose. I have purpose. So there's no need to compete. Let that be your goal in life, to use everything God gave you to make this world better, to make someone else's life better, and to understand that it's not just about you. It's not just about me. Most God-given gifts and dreams and visions and callings are not for us. Like we might be we may be impacted by them in a roundabout way, indirectly, but it's usually for somebody else. You know, you have no idea the impact of your life, and you probably won't really understand it until you're at the end of your life one day. But I just want to encourage you again. Use what you have. Do what God called you to do.
and I'm going to keep trying my best to do the same. All right. Hope this message blessed you and I hope to talk to you all again soon. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, please hit me up at Melanie D, the author at yahoo.com. That's Melanie D, the letter D, the author at yahoo.com or on my website at www.melaniedtheauthor.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful and blessed day.